Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 392. I had to check because last episode that we recorded was our Game of the Year episode. So that means it's a whole new year and we've started on a really random number, I suppose, because it's the next one. I'm here with Lucy. It's 2024. <sighs> insane. Absolutely insane. Um, it's a lie, and we're yeah, we're here with Adam. <laughs> hey, how is everybody? Has everyone's years started off excellently? <laughs> Come on, Ben. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like okay, and it's like yeah, but excellently. Has it been okay? Has any years started out? Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. Good. <laughs> excellently though. <laughs> like, don't what planet you're living on. Don't know what year you were in. Oh, mate, I'm st- I realise it's 2019, I think, still. And I'm not sure it's ever going to be any different to that, is it? So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's open up some beers, shall we? Um, Adol, why don't you kick us off? Um, sure. Uh, I've brought a couple beers from the Canadians. Mm. Um, and this one is from Village Brewing in Calgary. It's uh, called Misheard Lyric. And it's a New England IPA, 7%, 473ml can. Uh, what's your favorite misheard lyric? Tell us at Village Brewery. There uh, mm, are some good ones that um, people note. Yeah, Montegreens, right? That's the name of the, the phenomena? The acoustic phenomena? No idea. No, I don't but, know either. Well, now I didn't know at an actual term. Uh, Everything's got Mondegreen Green is a mishearing or misinterpretation of a phrase in a way that gives a new meaning, often created by people listening to a poem or song. Listener being unable to hear a lyric clearly substitutes words that sound similar and make some kind of sense. Uh, American writer Sylvia Wright coined the term in 1954, recalling oh, wow. a childhood memory of her mother reading the Scottish Ballad of the Bonnie Earl of Murray. Mishearing laid him on the green as Lady Mondegreen. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, there's a whole, uh, yeah, there's, there's the standard ones, but I, I'll stop reading the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, excuse me while I kiss this guy versus excuse me while I kiss the sky from oh. Purple Haze. That's the, that's a perennial classic. Mm, mm. But yes, 7% Nipa. Nice. Uh, Lucy, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a no alcohol beer that's been sat in the stash, and I was okay. like, these need to be drank because they've been sat there for a long time <laughs> since like last January. Oh, wow! Dry January twenty twenty three. Yeah, maybe not this one. Um, hold on. Best before sea base began. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I think it says twenty twenty three. But so <laughs> we'll find uh, out maybe momentarily. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, so we'll see what a. At, non-alcoholic beer uh, that's been sat down for far too long tastes like uh, this is the Mash Gang Northern Monk oh yeah uh, collaboration I, I mm. don't think it specifically has a name I tried to look for a name doesn't have one the beer with no name that's what I'm calling it um, a non-alcoholic beer for people that don't do non-alcoholic beers Generous dosing of New World hops impart flavour, aroma, and assertive bitterness. A satisfying body with a balanced malt bill. Brew to strength, uh, oh, strength naturally with premium craft ingredients with our friends Northern Monk. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not doing dry January, but these need to drink it. 
Fair. So you thought you'd try it rather than pour- yeah yeah, yeah rather than pouring it down the sink. Fair, <laughs> fair. Um, I'm doing I'm well again I'm not doing dry January I'm I'm doing kind of reduced January. Mm. Um, but I did see a alcohol-free beer from Arbor in the shop mm. the other day. So this is uh, from Arbor. It's called Wish You Were Beer. Um, and it's oh, a gluten-free, alcohol-free, hoppy pale ale. It is 0.5%. Um, they give me the flavour text of gluten and alcohol-free pale ale brewed with citra and mosaic hops. That's it. That's all they tell me. Um, but in a big, big old red can. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd try that. You know, loads of alcohol-free beers from breweries who don't specialise in it, and even ones that do specialise in it aren't very good so mm-hmm. let's see what arbor can do um i don't think i've got a date or anything on it this may have been in the shop for a, a, a little while i don't think it's a um you know i don't think it's a this january release so it was canned mm. in november so that's not too old that's good we'll roll back round then adult village village brewery was it village village brewery yep uh yeah, it's a very clever logo of two beer bottles mm. clinking, making a V. Nice. Um, okay, it is nice. It's a New England IPA. It's nice and hazy. Uh, it poured with quite a thick head that's still hasn't dissipated. You, I don't think it might be a little too bright, but you can mm. kind of see the peaks and valleys. It's quite a vol- voluminous head. I don't know how to describe it. You know, it's a thick head that is not like dissipating in one clean level quickly so it's mm-hmm. it smells hmm, a bit of pine uh some slight tropical maybe a touch of citrus oh that's refreshing i mean it's exactly not for the jet lagged feeling groggy it's been rainy in britain since i got here um <laughs> Definitely not the beer for that right. um, mood, but maybe that'll help me wake up just in time to already feel like I should be waking up, be awake and not sleep well. <laughs> I'm secretly hoping the two beer beers today will help me um, fall asleep, but I know that alcohol will doesn't help you stay asleep. So uh, we'll see what the wash happens if mm. I'm super grumpy for the rest of the week. Um, it's very good. Mm, there's a little maltiness on the finish and um mint taste that's quite welcoming that gives a balance to the um uh to the hop forwardness um as i've had a couple sips the resiny piney flavors sticking around and and it's really luscious on the finish not too heavy but just like giving it like an, an a light intensity okay and then the um yeah, the tropical is further back. Um, yeah, it's. I I would say it's a little. It's coming close to your quintessential Nipa, but with this sort of piney resiny backbone that presents itself at the end of the taste curve and sits on the finish. That just gives it a nice unique flavor. That mm. instead of just being the. Um, like a quintessential Nipa, it has a unique character, but doesn't stray too far from what you'd want a Nipa to be. Because I think, I think we'd commented a bit in the last few months of 
the year that we we're having quite a few beers that had were good, but also their names didn't really line up. Like they were quite far from the quintessential type. So it's nice to have something that just like, oh, it's what I expect, but still have a unique character. It's a nice, it's a nice balance between those two. Good, good. Yeah. Um, just to uh, let the people let the people know on the video, my internet did crap out at a certain point. So some of that on the video version of Adol's description won't exist because it didn't come through to my machine. So if you want to know everything you said, go and listen to the audio version of the podcast. Uh, Lucy. Oh, that crap also, my light just fell, so give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an evening for it. It's indicative mm-hmm. of how we are as humans for the first episode back to be a little bit choppy. That's, mm. uh, yeah. But Lucy, we'll come to you. Yeah, it's actually really nice. It, oh, good. Because it, it tastes like sparkling water. I think all the flavour's gone. Um, <laughs> and I don't actually like sparkling water. It's a bit too carbonated for me. Mm. I, I just like, why wouldn't you just drink normal water? Whereas this tastes like... It is, it's, very, it's very crisp. Mm-hmm. So it's really, 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 really refreshing. Mm. So it tastes like sparkling water without that, I don't know, it just tastes like it, it, the carbonation in sparkling water just feels so harsh to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is paired back in my brain, but probably just as, if not more, carbonated. Okay. So it's kept its carbonation. But yeah, I think the flavour's gone. Unless it had mm. no flavour to begin with, I can't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, it tastes like a really nice sparkling water. Cool. Like, no flavour. <laughs> really crisp and refreshing and yeah have you um stumbled upon uh, hop waters yet in your neck of the woods no no okay i'll try and track so abbeydale's made a couple new ones or another run of them that were available briefly before i left uh, so that might be another thing I try and pick up and send to you guys because the hop waters apparently they're a thing in, in north america as well in some places but you just sort of reminded me of that with the idea of like, it's like a sparkling water that tastes kind of, mm-hmm. it's a bit beery. And so I'd be curious how something like a, a an overaged, a low al- no alcohol beer versus yeah. hop water ends up comparing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this taste, at the end, it's got like slightly um, metallic taste to it at the end. It's only, mm. It's only just... It's very small, so it's not as off-putting as when you get some like really dirt cheap, cheaply made like um, IPAs. You mm. know, um, no, this has just have got a little bit of a little bit of something at the end, but um, in terms of overall flavour, doesn't have much. As I say, it, but but I am enjoying it because it's very, it's really refreshing. It tastes like sparkling water, right? Mm-hmm. That I can get on board with. So yeah, good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did think we we have had this on the podcast before, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and actually, Lucy, yeah, you, you had it on episode three hundred and fifty-four, which was last January. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if people want right. thoughts about the beer when it was, you know, closer to when it was brewed, if it's from a similar yeah. kind of batch, yeah. or a slightly fresher, <laughs> I think it is. Episode to uh, listen in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's like a. A lighter tonic. It's, it's nice. Right. It's nice. Yeah. Maybe just throw some gin in it or something. <laughs> nice. Well, I did. I did go to the pub earlier, um, mm. and I did have some um, clean head. 
which is the bit from da, 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 Bristol Bear Factory. Uh, no, okay. uh, the other one. I don't remember. <laughs> More um, New Bristol. Uh, the other, the other, the other Bristol Brewery. Uh, the ones with the bottles? Uh, it is Bristol Beer Factory. No, the fat Beer Factory. Okay. There we go. I don't know why I thought it was somewhere different. Um, and, you know, on, on, on draft, it's it's a pretty good beer. Um, it's lagery. It's fine. Mm. Um, it's better than most macro lagers. Um, but continuing on with my alcohol-free day today. Um, yeah. Arbor Wish You Were Beer. Brought from almost next door to the pub. Um, oh, it was incredibly like when it came out of the the, the can. You can see how pale um, it is—a little, little touch orange in the um, in the glass. But when it came out, it it basically like fizzed, like a lemonade would kind of do. A little kind of bubbles, a little bit of carbonation, but it just fizzed and disappeared really, really quickly off the top of it. Um, a reasonable nose. There's quite a lot of flavour in this nose. It's maybe a little bit sort of more, a little bit fruity, but. Maybe a little bit like strawberry that I'm getting off of this. Maybe also slightly peachy as well. Somewhere around that kind of like mm. maybe sort of lighter stone fruit and lighter sort of berry kind of uh, nose off of it. But, you know, a reasonable nose for, for a beer like this. And I'm, I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm almost going to come straight to what you said, Lucy. Um... But it's it, it's it is like sparkling water, you know. There's yeah. there's no body to this whatsoever. Um, it, it is it does edge, and I know it is a hoppy pale ale as they call it, uh, but it edges more towards that really light lager kind of end of viscosity and body and, and that sort of stuff. And there's a bit of carbonation in there as well, which gives a little bit of push to some of those flavors, and they are very similar to uh, um, what was in the nose you know it's a, it is a stone fruit kind of bit there's a, there's a lot of peach on this maybe just a little sweetness i don't know if it is quite strawberry but a little bit of sweetness in there as well and then a very very slight bitterness right on the end um which goes pretty quickly and leaves those fruit flavors which last just a little bit longer as well um but it's very easy to drink um, it is, I think, as we expect from alcohol-free beers now, not in the same realms as beer in terms of its mm. body and mm. the level of flavour, um, the kinds of flavours that you're kind of getting. But, you know, it, it, it is edging more towards it. It's, it is, you know, probably one of the closer goes at this to a mm. to a pale you know if they'd have said this was a three and a half percent pale ale and it had just a little bit more body to it yeah absolutely this is really yeah. really close to that um so i would drink it and stay hydrated mm -hmm. i suppose throughout the episode <laughs> um, yeah i was just thinking uh, one of my uh, well resolutions is just to i drink a lot of water anyway but mm. probably mm. should drink more I'm just thinking, yeah, this contributes. Yeah. This is like instead of having a cup of tea or just water and just Absolutely. Yeah, have this. It would be very interesting to know what that point five percent does. Um mm. in terms of you know, because mm. even even having something like a squash, as soon as you put something in water, it 
it, it kind of pulls it away from being as um, hydrating as just a, as just a glass mm-hmm. of water kind of. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as you put those sugars and those kinds of things into it, so it's really interesting to see what where this stacks up. Is it the same as having like yeah. a glass of squash or you know a, a, a tonic water or something like that? In terms of what it's actually giving to you, yeah. I'm sure there's got to be, case. yeah, there's got to be something out there which tells us that. We'll have a look at some point. Got the Stein, nice. Just to just to, to refresh between um, beery sips. Uh, good. Let's jump into some games then. Um, how's everyone's few weeks off been? Have we had a huge amount of time to play anything or experience any gaming? Events with family. Things. Okay. Yeah. Um, I played some tabletop gaming and some video gaming. Friends and family oh, in that order. Um, I played a lot of Magic um, with my nerdy friends in in Calgary, and that was great. And it was like, um, it's very interesting piloting a deck you haven't, you know, you, you like a lot. There's two very different skill sets there's like designing a deck and then piloting a deck and and obviously if you design it you're going to be okay at piloting it because you know what's in it um but it was very interesting to be like nah give me another one i just like pretty much kind of refused to play a deck more than once i played one deck twice but it was just like well i'm never going to learn these well enough to be like to know what to do so fuck it just give me a new one let me let me figure out and i, I learned a lot about interestingly how my friends think and play um mm. and what makes them sour and what kind of nonsense they like doing <laughs> just by playing their decks being like oh you put this weird card in or this oh you put this combo in neat i know i now just need to not give away that i can win next turn because i see this weird connection like oh mm. you're one of these players you're a rube goldberg combo person like me um <laughs> So that was fun, uh, and then I played a game that I know we're a video game podcast, but Rival Restaurants, which apparently was kickstarted a few years ago, right? And it's a weird simul. You each get a cook, chef, and a restaurant. And you're trying to get twenty likes on Yelp, basically, and you do that by acquiring ingredients and then making the recipe. And depending on the recipe type, it's either simple or fancy. Um, it'll have a certain number of likes, uh, and the recipe will have garbage, and you can get rid of garbage somewhere on the board. And the re- the board is basically four shops of ingredients, and like meat will be two hundred a piece, and like veg will be one hundred, and then there's a fancy shop that has extra stuff. Anyway, what's interesting is everyone just kind of does stuff at the same time. So there's like a right. phase of you, everyone picks where they're gonna go on the board. And then there's Sounds like the, overcooked. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is, except right. everyone is making their own recipes in their own restaurant. But then in the buy and barter phase, you go to the, if you go to a store, you can then just spend the money to buy the ingredients. But you can also be like, hey, you're in that store. I'll give you a hundred bucks to buy that set of peppers through you. Right. So I'll pay you the purchasing price and you give me the peppers. Or, and someone might be like, nah, give me 200. I know you'll finish your, like, ingredient for that. Um, and you can always, like, the there's cards that flip. So there's four of each type on a shelf. And at the end of the day, the thing in the fourth position dies because it's been the shelf the longest and everything shuffles across. But you can also just buy from off the shelf 
and you don't know what it is, a random card. So if you really need an ingredient, you can just be like, hey, if I give you a hundred bucks, or can I just buy through you? And as soon as that person says yes, you just throw all your money away to try and get that linchpin ingredient. Right. Um, but everyone's doing it at the same time. And if you both go to the same store, you have to figure out who's getting what thing in that store. And if you both want something and can't make a deal, it goes to auction. Okay. Um, but and then after that, there's a cooking phase where if you have all your ingredients, you could you can choose to cook the recipe and then you get the likes and then you'll each store has a certain set of superpowers that like there's three stages be- between one and 20 that give you a bonus. And so you'll kind of snowball ahead potentially. Uh, but people will love if you are already on stage two, like you're at 15 likes of 20 people are probably not going to wheel and deal with you. And then they'll use their action cards to like hurt you. But it was just really fun. And I just wanted to bring yeah, it up because I've never it. seen one of these games where you're kind of all frenzied. Do- no one is tracking wh- whether you're- there's no honesty tracking, right? Because everyone's doing everything at the same time. You mm. like, which is great because, but like no one can watch you. They don't have the time. So you're just doing your own thing and everyone's just throwing money down, picking it up, buying their ingredients. And you're just assuming things are, everyone's on the level, but the only reason for that is because it's this nice, it gives this nice frenetic energy and there's no waiting. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. for when someone, literally the moments where someone's like, okay, I am now in the cooking phase, cooking my recipe, and I need to do these actions. And so people pay attention to see what whether it'll affect them. That's the only point. Otherwise, it's, you're kind of, everyone's always doing something, which is really neat because it's like a competitive game that kind of feels cooperative because you're not mm. like sitting around watching someone win. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sounds yeah, like anyway, I thought it was a neat game, game, and apparently they're about to kickstart their second expansion, so yeah. I thought I'd give that. So Rival Restaurants. Yeah, it um, sounds like the board game version of The Bear or something. I think they could just slap the... The Bear? Their brunt. Yeah, have you not seen it or heard of that so. program? Oh! Yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it, so... Yeah, yeah it's good. It's good. Um... Yeah, uh, so that was my quick thing. And the other things is my niece and nephew who got their Switch like a year and a half ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, They have Mario Party. Nice. And they... How how did this happen? uh, Who who went wrong? I didn't buy it for them. (laughs) You'd have been a bad uncle if you had. (laughs) No. um, uh, And so we played Mario Party a couple times and they were... um, I'm so sorry to hear that. They definitely knew some of the mini games and were like, oh, this one. It was really nice because I haven't played the Switch Mario Party. And so it's nice when my niece and nephew are explaining shit to me. Mm. Um, but I, what I did get them for um, the holiday season uh, was Wario, the new WarioWare. And, mm. and that's perfect for a 13 and a 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was so much fun and it was so ridiculous. And they got their parents to play for a bit. And so... It's all about starting in certain poses. Like there's a oh, fashionista yeah, pose and there's the, like uh, kawaii, kawaii pose. Yeah. And uh, the plot's okay. The plot is very ridiculous for, for a WarioWare game. Um, but mostly we played the, we just went through the, they've got like four different types of non-plot games. So there's one that's kind of like Mario Party where there's a really tiny board and you're just going through. But the person who gets the finish line gets 150 points. So they'll probably win. Unless they really mm-hmm. sucked at all the games. And then there's a really interesting one called Follow the Doctor, which is essentially Simon Says. Um, but what happens is it gives you a... Um, you have to do a mini game. You, maybe one or two people. But it'll be like, 
while also doing this. And then it'll be like yelling, uh, asking what's for dinner or yelling your favorite food or something like that, or, or like hop doing hopscotch. And then afterwards it asks, did the person do that? And then you have the opportunity to give thumbs up. And it turns out there are huge part of your points at the end of the game is how many thumbs ups you earned. Ah. But that meant that me being like a ADHD gamer boy, when I was like, oh yeah, that person did that. I was like, and when I did stuff, they were like, click, 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 click. And I was like, when I did all the, I followed all the actions, but I only got like 17 points and you guys got a hundred because I was hammering on things. Um, so that was really fun. I liked the idea that the game couldn't track all the stuff, right? It, it was dependent on outside input and that mattered. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there was one that's just like a set of mini games. And then there, like, there's a weird one that's like, you have to push a button to run forward. Uh, and then a snake might come in front of you and attack you. And then you go into a mini game. Um, but also Medusa's at the front and you're trying to slay Medusa. But if she turns around and you don't stop and you don't move, you will get um, calcified. And you have one free potion to uncalcify. But if you get calcified twice, you're done. If you lose a mini game, the snake holds you back. And so the, the first one to the end to slay Medusa wins. Um, but it took a while to figure that out because it's when a snake comes up and attacks you, you play a mini game. And so you kind of all play the mini games together, but you might be you're at different places on the 200 meter dash that you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and it took a while to figure out, but that was a neat version. But ultimately, they just wanted to play the board game one or the mini game after mini game. You have four lives when you lose four mini games, you're out. Last one standing. But it was just fun uh it was interesting to see them play the plot because in the plot you use two joy cons okay. and it's way more accurate and there's other there's some poses that need them like there's one that's called like the crocodile where you go like this you yeah. know open the crocodile mouth and with one uh joy con it, it definitely glitched out a couple times uh because obviously with four players you just each have one joy con mm. and so it has to it just assumes you are putting your other hand some places um and with when they were playing the plot and they were playing because it's maximum two players, they were using two Joy Cons and suddenly they were a couple of those mini games popped up and they had no problem with it. But it right. just didn't because they're you know holding things not quite parallel and perpendicular, kind of like that. But if you have two together, it can triangulate better. But with one, it just sort of goes off into the ether. So anyway, WarioWare still great, dumb dumb games with weird weird shit. It's very Japanese <laughs> and I love it. I not played Warrior for years and years. Mm. Interesting. This I played the played first on Switch one. Well. Um, uh, while waiting for breakfast with my buddy Henry, because we went for breakfast like a year and a half, maybe even two years ago, and it, it was there, were, and he brought his Switch because he always had it around because mm. he has two kids, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I got the new WarioWare. You want to play?" I'm like, "I haven't played a WarioWare game in like ten years or whatever." And we were playing on the on the Switch, and it was fine. Um, this mm. one seems a little more put together. Um, yeah. Especially for kids who aren't who are new to the franchise, it has a like. The premise is Wario wins a a, a trip to an island, and takes all his WarioWare friends, who I barely know who they are, right? But uh, a WarioWare aficionado, so, but that's how you get yeah. all the people on the island. But the island has 
these a weird god and a, a tribal culture <laughs> and there's these these what I really like is the plot is like he you're traveling around the island and you're meeting things and then it t- and you get this tutorial about the the magic stones I can't remember what they're called but they're literally the joy cons but then it has this like narrator voice being like kind of like um almost like an anthropologist being like slash historian being like and this is the pose that represents when the god did this to save the people and so you go like this with like a crocodile and you and you (laughs) hold the magic stones blah 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 but they're just literally stone joy cons like they have the little nubbin for the joystick (laughs) they're not pretending at all that they look like joy cons and it's it's really cute because WarioWare is dumb and silly, and so it's a really great wrapping to get people to like unlock stuff and do levels. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, Lucy, yeah. you, did you manage mm. to play anything? You know, you've been in a little bit of a sort of, you know, I, I haven't yeah. really wanted to play a huge amount. But is there anything you wanted to to chat about at all? Uh, I've now started uh, deeming Call of Duty as my mental health game. That's nice. how I'm gonna. Get around the many hours I put into right. it because I would play Power Wash Simulator because um mm. some free DLC came out for Christmas, but I just get motion sick so quickly playing that. Mm. Um, so it's like I- I'm enjoying it, but also suffering through Power Wash Simulator as I play it. So yeah, uh, Call of Duty is my uh, mindful game. Mm. I just play my my brain turns off and it's like don't think about anything else. Nice. So mm-hmm. that's how I'm justifying it. So yeah, I played more Call of Duty, um, but uh, no, it was Saturday. So uh, Thursday, two days ago, um, I played Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Super Mario yeah. Bros. Wonder. Yeah. Um, Super Mario thought... Wonder. Yeah, whatever. It's that was my um, game. I wanted to play more. I think in our top <sighs> games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you certainly mentioned it, and I'm playing it uh, with my nephew. He's he's already started playing the guy for Christmas, so right. I don't mm. know what world or level we. Well, I started with him because I think he's been playing it with his mom. So mm. I'm playing it through, um, well, through a child's eyes, I guess. But um, it's. What I like about it is that you can basically just cheat in that game. Like, my nephew would grab my controller and be like, oh, let me, you know, once I got hit, and he was like, let me give you the power-up. And I'm like, okay, I don't need it, but you're the boss. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> here, you, you just give me the uh, the, the power, you know. The, um... How old's your nephew again? Sorry? How old's he again? Uh, five. Um... So yeah, it's like here's a mushroom and this and like so. So you can just basically just cheat in that game and do what you want. And it's, it's, I like that it's child friendly. It's a lot less uh, infuriating and say like three uh, D world was to play with mm. him. Like mm. I enjoy it and I I like seeing you know him him learn and struggle through things and then get better at it and mm-hmm. uh, adapt to it. But it just seems, I mean. I'm kids grow up so quick, so I shouldn't be surprised. But I am just still impressed at how you know much better he is every time I see him play a game with him. Um, but this is just, yeah, I think it's. I know a lot of people have complained about the co-op, but I think that's more when they're playing with maybe adults, and it's like mm. 
they both want that level playing field, but playing it with a child and playing games with children can be very infuriating. This seems to mitigate a lot of that frustration, so that's good. Um, in terms of the actual game... Uh, eh. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, no offence, Adil, but it's like, it seems like a Mario game for people who have ADHD. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you know, a, a small child who has a attention span of maybe a few seconds, it's great. Because there's like a new idea, a new set of things in each level. And it seems like it's just spread out so thin that mm, it yeah. has all these different, oh, this enemy, that enemy, this concept, that concept. Which is, I think, great from like a creative point of view. It's like, look how much they packed in here. But as a game that I would personally want to play... It just doesn't do it for me because it's like I like Super Mario Bros. Three, mm-hmm. where it's just about the platforming. You know, there's probably like seven different sprites in that game, and that's it. And everything else is about the level design and the you know precision platforming. Whereas this is it's very much in that um, Super Mario Odyssey kind of mold, where it's like, look how many creative ideas we have, and it's like. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Couldn't you've like drilled down and into a few of them and made them a bit more challenging and just made those things really good? It seems like you know, throw the kitchen sink at, at it kind of mm. game, and it's like it's incredibly polished and it's incredibly charming and creative, but it's just not the kind of Mario game that I would like or want. It seems like a Mario game made for the modern child who has instant gratification, everything's given to them, no attention span, and that's it. No offense. <laughs> I mean, so the thing is, I only played it like that one or two sessions, yeah. right? Once with mm-hmm. Keith and once without, and so I yeah. I actually can't comment on that longevity being the, the case, and yeah, no, no offense taken. Um, <laughs> even if I end up loving the game, but like, I will yeah. say, I haven't gone back to it Mm. Uh, in a way that other Mario mm. games grip me, but also games don't grip me the same. Um, yeah. But, like, I think what what I liked about the game was the feel of it, reminding me of the other yeah, games. It, it, but the yeah, problem with that good. is mm-hmm. I could also just play the other games if I paid Nintendo yeah. 17 million yeah. yen a month or whatever they want for my, you, the ability to play ROMs. Um <laughs> But you made the point where it's like it's sort of like uh, Super Mario World more so than it is like free. Yes. And it's like yeah because and that's why I'm not a massive. I like World. Don't get me wrong, but it's certainly not my favorite. Because, oh, three's my favorite. I just yeah. I'm I'm saying I'm glad it's like World and not worse, mm-hmm. right? That's not yeah like yeah I'm glad I yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah yeah. No, I got you when you were saying that. I'm, but whereas I, World is just more about, okay, look at all the different secrets we have in the world, and look at all these different... You know, it's very colourful, it's very creative, just like this game is. And it's like, no, I just want the pure platforming right, yeah. experience. World, the, what mm-hmm. makes worlds... The people who love world love it because of trying to get 96 stars. And exactly. that has yeah. to do with, like, unlocking crap and finding different things yeah. that aren't necessarily directly related to your platforming prowess no so what yeah so yeah 
like this, this Super Mario Brothers <laughs> 3 has a higher PP score than Super Mario World, and this one probably has a lower one than both. Yeah. I'm going to use like PP for I'm... platform prom- prowess from now on, <laughs> by the way. Please do. It's like everyone when <laughs> lies with P and apparently there's a P organ in it, and I'm just like, that's very good. Um, anyway. Uh, and the P yeah, box, it... ironically, makes platforming easier. Uh... <laughs> it's sort of like the new Donkey Kong games, where it's like everything just seems to slow down the action. Mm. Whereas in the uh, Super Nintendo ones, it just felt more fluid and fast mm. and about platforming mm. and just going. But, um... Yeah, as I say, I think it's a really well-made game. You know, it's Nintendo. What do you expect? The the, you know, it's the it's their tentpole franchise. But yeah, it's 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 <laughs> just mm. like I'm genuinely wondering if I would enjoy it playing it by myself. I enjoy playing it with him because, as I said, like we played that for God, it was like ten hours straight. And I was obviously having a good time with it. That's Mm. the longest I've played a video game for a certain stretch of time. Mm. For God knows how long. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, Then we had to play Mario Kart. I don't know how we found out about (laughs) the DLC. God, that is crap. Um, I hate Mario Kart. It just plays itself. I was like, because he was like, I was like, I need... 10 minute break between Mario Wonder and <laughs> Mario Kart, please, because my eyes are going to fall out. You play I on mean, your own. He was like, no, no, no. I was like, you play on your own, it'll be fine. And guess what? You still play two player. I was not touching my Joy-Con. Still managed to come like seventh in the race, not even touching anything. And it's like, they suck. Mario Kart sucks, and it has that's since really fun. the only good one is the Super Nintendo one. The rest are awful. yeah, that one's great. So that's <laughs> the one that makes you think that Mario Kart's great, and then you play the yeah. other ones, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this is I a mean, bad franchise. I will say um, for like now that my niece is thirteen, mm-hmm. I think the Mario Kart charm will probably wear off. But like, I bought them Mario Kart. Um, when they got their Switch. Like, uh, yeah. They, yeah. My, their parents were like, we think we're going to buy a Switch. We have no idea what the fuck is going on with video games. <laughs> what should we do? I'm like, I will buy the Mario Kart. And here are a couple mm-hmm. other games you can buy them. Um, and it's interesting because you can tell they don't... They do not have much time. Like, they've had a Switch for over a year and they clearly, like, don't play it much. Right. Which is, like, wild yeah. considering that, like... When we, even when like my sisters when we were young we played aladdin and lion king and a couple other games that like we all played together and mm-hmm. like at their age they my sisters were better at games and i'm like but they're okay that's fine but they also like have rich fruitful lives and they've got their cabin in north saskatchewan on a lake and I'm like yeah i wouldn't fucking i'd kayak probably <laughs> uh really? it's just really interesting to see like how non-indoor or they're indoor kids, but not tech indoor kids. Right. So they love, they love reading. Yeah. They love yeah. doing art and stuff. And their parents have been very good about giving them access to things. And it's just like, yeah. oh, if I had a Switch when I was their age, especially with, well, the, especially with the undiagnosed ADHD and all the bright flashing <laughs> colors, good Lord. Wait, you're saying I could sneak it into bed from the living room and <laughs> play? Know, yeah. Like, fuck that. I would. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. No, that is my nephew, because... I had parental controls on my phone for a while, mm. and then it was like, oh, monthly summary. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't. I, f- I forgot those happened. It's like, 
30 days played <laughs> on what, what monster have I created? Um, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes. I mean, this was part of the plan. He was meant to be a nerd. Nice. So. No, but it, it, like, I see some other kids playing some right trash and garbage, and it's just like, that's why I wanted to give him this, because it's like, at least you know these games. As oh. cynical as they are, as Nintendo are, and it's like, you know, the nostalgia comes for us all, and we're, we're all in the tight grasp of Mario, his sweaty Italian hands, <laughs> and we cannot escape. That's really but funny. <laughs> they're not made in a very cynical fashion where it's all about coins and this and that and gambling mechanics and it's like and you know to see them problem solve and figure things out and get better with the controls mm. it is it's good it's good so you know I'm I wouldn't be someone who's like worried that he's playing every day mm-hmm. if it's only for a couple of hours so yeah yeah did it like those that Pearl clutching. Um, did you see that 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 news, Sky News reporter? Yeah, yeah. You saw it, Ben. That was. Oh, was like, oh, I can't remember what th- she there's said. There's this. Um, yeah, there's this 13 year old kid. I think it was. I mean, in that States, sounds like yeah, in the States, fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he basically completed Tetris. Which oh only... fuck yeah! No, I almost put. I meant to put that yeah. in the chat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the which, first uh, human for... to complete to hit the the kill screen border of yeah. Tetris. Yeah, yeah, which is but insane. I don't know the Sky News thing. <laughs> oh, it, it, I actually wanted to bring this up uh, because I forgot I actually yeah. played games over this, as my art, like my topic, because it's super interesting how this method of the method of input on a controller has changed the way, like tapping was a thing, yeah, and the, then uh, rolling the, 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 was a thing. Yeah. All right, so let, let me, sorry, I know what the content of the article is, you guys do, but I've realized that we haven't actually explained it to the listeners, so why don't you finish saying the thing, and then we can talk about how, the thing I was going to well, say, but I yeah, also don't know well, what the Sky News thing is. As you said, 30-year-old kid, the only person in history to complete Tetris, where basically the code just freezes and no more lines come yeah. down. It Only previously done by a robot, he managed to do it, which is... You know, insane. Look how many people have been trying to do this for what, um, 40 years or something. I think gaming, so it's incredibly... It, it, mm. Gaming outlets, basically like the headlines were Prodigy completes tech. <laughs> you know, it's that yeah. much of a big deal. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's massive. But um, even if we without that context, um, basically the Sky News reporter was just reporting on it and they showed a clip of him and he's like, you know, overcome with, like, joy and happiness and sadness. I think his dad passed away, like, a few months prior to that, and he dedicated it to his dad and all that. Oh. But even without that context. Okay. The Sky News reporter, after the cliff, was like... She, she said something like, As a mother, I'd tell him to have take a deep breath, put the controller down, and go outside. Like, basically telling the kid to go touch grass. <laughs> I literally was like, and, fucking touch grass? That was what was going on in my head when you said that. She, In so many words, she said that in a really sneering mm. and condescending way. And it's like, sometimes you expect that, but uh, just the kind of like, con, you know, condescension in her voice, mm. in her tone, it was just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And someone was like, oh, don't go abuse this woman. And I, 
99% of the time, I agree with that, but I was just like, I'm kind of a little bit happy that this woman is getting piled on now. <laughs> you know, people well, going yeah, to her Twitter and saying, like, you're horrible inside it, out. And it's all one that. of those things a where her prejudice bit, against yeah. video games, yeah. which yeah. a lot of people are her, I don't know how old she is, but let's just pretend that Probably she's Probably 40s age group, or thinking. something like that. Don't say 40s. Late 40s, That's... early 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say late. Yeah. <laughs> late 40s. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like... There is this idea that video games are like dumb, stupid toys that don't mean anything. But the problem is, mm -hmm. the, it's a new. Your job is to report the news, and someone put this yeah. in front of you as the as news, and it's also like Tetris. That's real old. Someone did something <laughs> new with Tetris. You have to be a fucking idiot not to realize that that must be something yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't care yeah. if you care that like you think he should be playing outside or whatever you whatever you make your kids do, right? But, like, just the context alone should tell you that this isn't just, like, a, oh, you know, my nephew beat some level on Battletoads, which also... <laughs> um, Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah. I don't... Learn, like, you don't have to yeah. care about video games to know that there's some, something interesting happened. That's why it's news. It's also mm -hmm. something old, and no one had done it before. All those facts together, you have to be bad at your job to not realize Extremely. that this must be something interesting or special. Extremely. Yeah. And like and, and, also and you're bad at your job adding, you know, your own personal commentary on it mm. when even you've seen news reporters be like, What the hell did I just read? Why am I reading this? News is slow. But they say mm -hmm. it in their eyes <laughs> and they just move <laughs> on and they don't say anything and they don't add any other context. She could have just done that. She Absolutely. could have been like Anyway, in the next story, mm. um no, but she no, couldn't. she had to. Add, no, she. There was. You could tell it riled her in a, 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 a in a very uh, concerning way, where it's like, God, your children must be fun. Um. Anyway, ah. yeah. I, so I'm kind of glad she got she she got a bit piled on, and the internet won't yeah. move on. You know, again, I, I think it's nothing too it's... extreme. I don't believe in that, but yeah. Like comment on a few of her tweets for the next six months about being being uh, crappy. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah, cool yeah. with that because <laughs> that rubbed me the wrong way. I, yeah. I think that's reasonable. I Just think... so sneering, you know. That's what yeah, what's well, more of like, I don't know a lot of things. I don't know what makes certain things cool or interesting, and like. Sometimes, especially with social media, right? Instagram. I'm very confusing on Instagram. I get. They don't know. I I, they, I think Instagram thinks I'm like a, a, a really dissatisfied housewife sometimes because I get <laughs> um, a lot of yoga and mindfulness and like literally interesting things about like re rejuvenating oneself spiritually. And I'm like, that ain't me, motherfucker. Um, you should. And then I get the, the, a bunch of weird video game stuff. Like, I get schmosh reading Am I the Asshole posts. I'm like, I don't care about... Like, nope, none of this works. I'm, I'm algorithm-proof, apparently. Um, but anyway, I, like... Yeah, uh, algorithm the point I I've only just got is... it back to cat videos. It, it went on yeah. a tangent for a while, so... I'm glad <laughs> it's The point I want to make videos. is just, like, the one thing I do is I don't comment on these things that I don't give a shit about, because I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Yeah. This thing yeah. has a million fucking views. Clearly mm. people like it. And that's the thing that I don't really respect, especially when you are like 
in a position of like reporting the news and you you're just sneering and you're you mm-hmm. don't get it mm-hmm. and instead of being like I don't get it I'll just say this you're yeah. like punching down on a 13 year old kid who did a thing that apparently yeah. no one else in the Can world had ever done us. for fucking decades <laughs> when a 13 year old kid does something no one else has done for decades and people have been trying shut the fuck up yeah absolutely yeah yeah I don't care yeah. if it's you know anything <laughs> Yeah, even if you think it's lame or whatever, you know, like, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up and be professional and, co- you know, you're the, you're there to read the news, not give little anecdotes about your kids and what your fantastic parenting style is like. It was so, it was so layered, like, yeah. that, that statement, just like, yeah, I know everything about you now and what kind of person and mother you are, <laughs> just yeah. on that one statement. <laughs> And my kids would not be playing with yours because they'd be like, "Oh, why doesn't why don't they do ballet, mother? Why don't they do um, uh, why don't they play the violin?" The worst part is, it's probably not it's it's not fancy things, right? It's like middle of the road things that that she approves of, and video games are for nerds and dweebs, and Mm. like it's like playing lacrosse and field hockey. A game of rugger, right? Because that's outside and teamwork, right? Yeah. Yeah, my children play polo. Yeah, they have their own horses. Let's not drag this lady anymore. We might do next week. We'll come back to next week. Drag her some more. Yeah, we don't want to yuck her husband's yum. Adam, you've got a second beer. What are you going? I do have a second beer. Does anyone else have a second beer? No, I don't I even know. have one no, beer, right. so I, you know. I wouldn't subject myself to a second one. Oh right, I mean you're on. <laughs> Not you're twice both in a row. Fizzy waters. <laughs> yeah. Fizzy waters. Uh, so this is um, from the Growlery Beer Company. In... Oh, that's excellent! I love that name. Uh, look at that. Nice. It's oh, the. Oh, I like that beer. It's the Golden Ticket Vietnamese Coffee Stout, six point five percent, four seventy three mils. Coffee provided by CRW Orient Coffee. Well, that's a little bad. Um, brewed in collaboration like with our local pal CRW Orient Coffee, the stout is no shy guy. Bold roasting notes reminiscent of its ancestor brew and finished with highly aromatic locally roasted Vietnamese coffee. This beer is velvetly smooth with some lactose added for sweetness. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you lactose intolerant or something? No, I'm vegan. You can look at it. Ah, nerds. Just drink it. Um. (laughs) I mean, I bought it across the sea. I'm just gonna Um, crack it. Fuck this. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I'm not against... This is a market voting thing. I've already poorly voted the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, For anyone who cares about my vegetarianism and veganity... Uh, it's very much about good life, good death, good economic impact, good environmental impact. I clearly screwed up by buying something with lactose. It's done. I could throw it away or give it away, but I'll just have it now, and everyone can yeah. judge me for being a bad vegan. I don't the, care. The cow forgives you. Uh, or the goat or whatever milk. It's, it, it, oh, I it should have figured interesting. it out by the name, actually. No, Because Vietnamese oh. coffee is, of course, famously... Really fine grained and poured into through their little portafilter thing into a glass that has sweetened and condensed milk. That's that's the way it's served. 
Uh, of course it's got lactose. How else are you going to get that milky sweetness? Right. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you if you liked Vietnamese coffee. I fucking Vietnamese love it, and I miss it. I didn't realize I missed it, because there's not a lot of Vietnamese here. No, not yeah. Vietnamese yeah. cuisine right. or whatever. There's, there's a Vietnamese coffee joint that I found out about uh, this week in Birmingham. So mm. The jewelry quarter, so maybe I can go there and just oh. um, post... Uh, well, I mean, you, you've been jealous. You can, can live vicariously through your images. You should have mm-hmm. one and tell me what you think of it. Because yeah. you, we've had a mm-hmm. lost of time, I think, episode <laughs> yeah. where we talked extensively <laughs> about um, uh, about your more recent foray into coffees. Mm-hmm. That's the type of coffee that I know some people really liked, even though they didn't like coffee, just because you can mm-hmm. you can moderate the bitterness in the coffee taste with how much sweetened condensed milk you put in yeah my worry was god damn that's a lot of sugar um mm. <laughs> so that would be a once in a very very odd time oh, yeah. kind of treat but like it, <laughs> Before it I get it'd be worth trying i'd be curious what you mm-hmm. thought yeah um, I'll, I'll go wonder nice. it is Ooh. dark yeah lighthead oh god that's good smelling coffee Almost exclusively coffee notes with a hint of sweetness. Um, like I literally just, it, it smells like a light coffee. Mm. And I think that's because it's a heavy coffee inside a beer. Yeah. I've got a really weird mental picture of like a can of um, ready-made espresso in a can of like lager, <laughs> like a coffee inside a beer. Sorry. Oh, uh, they, they should oh, make that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have weird anthropomorphic limbs in my mental picture oh, for no good. reason whatsoever. Okay, I, 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 I was, no, that, that wasn't in my mental image. <laughs> oh, God, that's really. But good. I'm sane, so mm. no, somewhat not very. Ooh. I'm really sad that I'll never be able to have this again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never say never. Yes, yeah, just have it in secret. I s- Actually, interestingly, I, I pointed out something yeah. had lactose in it at one of these magic nights, and they're like, well, there's technically, like, there are lactoses that aren't from cows, like artificial lactoses. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure they would say that on the tin, my, my dude. Mm-hmm. Um, this is great. Uh, the coffee is really nuanced. I'm getting some interesting, slightly fruity notes from the coffee through the beer. Um... Still has that accurateness of a coffee-based stout, so like in a way that like you can sometimes, if you just had that coffee, it might not have that accurateness. I think it's just the way it's processed. Um, the lactose is doing such a light, subtle touch, which I'm mildly surprised, just because sweetened condensed milk, you would think they might put a lot more lactose just to get that sweetness up. But it's doing not too much, which makes me think that if you had a Vietnamese coffee from... The CRW people, it would also be very good because mm-hmm. one of my complaints about Vietnamese coffee is when there's too much sweetened condensed milk, it just becomes this sweet slurry. Um, and I like the taste of coffee. And one one of the reasons I drink it black is because it is very easy to tip past with sugar the, the threshold where you get the nuance, the interesting tastes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started to enjoy. This is a very good coffee stout. And um, I think if I hadn't read the flavor text, 
I would have been blissfully unaware and it's in the lactose is doing such light work. I might not have even thought about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it leaves a really rich, um, slightly malty, uh, like a slight malt, strong coffee finish. Um, that doesn't last too long. So I'm going to keep reaching for it. I could treat this like a coffee. This is like, like, Either like the most problematic or the most ideal beer to have in the morning. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's really good. I think um, ideal. Yeah. yeah. The, the growlery. I will have to look up more of their things. I'm also annoyed at the lady in the liquor store because uh, I, I <laughs> went there and I asked for... I've had it on the podcast, Yukon Brewing Brewery's Espresso Stone, years and years ago. And I was like, oh, I'm in... I'm in Canada. Do you do you carry Yukon? And they've done a rebranding since, uh, and they no longer make the espresso stout. And she's like, oh, wait, but here, this one's great. And in the middle of that conversation, I had mentioned I was vegan. Mm. She's I like, don't sale's a sale. <laughs> yeah, I also don't blame her for not realizing that the Vietnamese coffee stout might have lactose in it. I should have checked. Um, but now I realize that's why I didn't look too closely. Because we mm-hmm. talked about vegan beers, blah, sure. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I knew that the Yukon one wasn't. And that's what, and do they, do you still have it? And she's like, oh, we have Yukon, but they've gone to much more modern. They used to have like very straightforward, like they had an amber and they had a red and they had, uh, I think, a pale ale and the espresso stout. And, you know, like they had a pretty straight, they were much more like a, I've talked a lot about it, the like, Micro Canadian microbrew versus craft beer difference, right? They were much more like mm-hmm. a microbrewery where they had their steady menu, and the espresso stuff was just part of that and was very good. Right. Um, anyway, this is great. Um, good. I will try and enjoy every last drop because I'll never have it again. Okay. <laughs> Definitely do. Um, I am going to very shortly bring up a topic. Um... Mm-hmm. That won't quite see us out for the episode because um, we'll have a special, a special returning feature towards the end. Um, but before I get into our topic, I thought I would mention I've been playing God of War Ragnarok, um, mm-hmm. but but only through my now upped PlayStation Plus Premium subscription, which uh, I managed to get for seven quid. Because I had £10 of credit through PlayStation Stars, which is their, you know, uh, their royalty royalty award kind of Mm -hmm. program thing. Um, I had £10 on that. So to upgrade me for the rest of the year was like £17.50 or £17.30 or something. So I paid the the, the £7 something uh, to up it. Um, But, and I knew what I'm about to say is something that I did know. And as soon as I realized, I'm like, I did know this. Um, But when I was flicking through the PlayStation Store, I kept seeing games like God of War with uh, the premium tag on the thumbnail. Mm. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 Mm. with the premium tag on the thumbnail and a few other games. And it doesn't mean that they are, there's another catalog. There's not a premium catalog of games. It just Mm. means that you get access to game trials, which are just big demos. So essentially... These yeah. games, and Baldur's Gate mm. 3 is one of them um, as well, you can play three hours of these games. And it's not a like vertical slice demo of it. It is just start the game and play the first three hours mm-hmm. of the game, mm-hmm. which is great 
for some games and is is quite a good way to get a taster into some of the games um and all of your progress if i went and bought it from the store my progress goes over the the the, the trophies that i've got go over as well you know everything stays with it um and Mm. i can buy god of war in four years to ragnarok in four or five years time and Forget what you played yeah, and all the controls and, like, and I'll start it again anyway. I really like exactly. I really like the idea that you would buy it in four years' time and be like, Oh, thank god the first three hours are done. I'm not gonna redo those. <laughs> um, but it it uh, it it kind of just adds a little or it takes away from the sting of my thought of being like, Cool, I get to play God of War. Oh no, I don't. Okay, yeah. fine. But at least yeah. I get to play three hours. And what I've played so far is good. It's, it's more God of War. Um, it looks great. It looks fucking fantastic. Boy! PS5. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's, I don't think he said boy yet. But as soon as I started up, the, started the game up, and it's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, this is Dad of Boy. And she's like, says God of War. And I'm like, yeah, you don't get that joke at all, do you? Well done. But it's good. It's good so far. Um, I also, as part of that, uh, and as part of the premium tier, is you can stream games now as well, not having to have them downloaded onto your machine. So I remembered and again saw the thumbnail for Proteus, which you played last year a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought well, I'll have a quick go at that and uh, play through the first level. How did that hold up? Um, it's good. It, I, streaming. Streaming it. Streaming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely no lag oh, at all. Just, just oh, brilliant. You know, really, really solid experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, played the mm. first level through, and I'm like, cool. I don't really need to play any more of this game. It seems like it's going to be more of this. I'm fine. With yeah. It. So yeah. You play the first level. That is the yep. game. And <laughs> what, yeah. I suppose what is nice about that is I then don't have to fuck around with deleting the file off my machine or anything like that. I've just streamed mm. it, and that's it. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. I never have to go back and experience it again, if I don't want to. Um, so yeah, a bit of a bit of an odd time on the playstation looking at kind of various things i can then stream and play and um a playtale requiem is one of the um basic tier uh one of the three free games that you get through the basic tier so i will start that up at some point but i was more in the mood for something a bit more actiony than kind of Mm. dour and fucking dark um which god of war (laughs) might become at some point yeah. but um but yeah a plague tale was kind of like i'm not in the mood for this it's dark enough outside already um, yeah yeah because i remember that was your game of the year one year wasn't what it what was so, yeah, the first one yeah was that 2019 uh, and then i kept wanting to get around to it playing it yeah mm. i kept wanting to get around to playing it and then the pandemic happened and it's like i don't want to play a plague game but a plague Absolutely. um <laughs> yeah. during a plague and yeah, I played The Last of Us Part Two, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, "This is a bit too much." Mm-hmm. These rats eating my face. But yeah, the, the the start of that game is incredible. The first one, yes, um, very strong. Yeah, it really is. Really is. That's as far as I got. <laughs> that's probably again, like Proteus. Yeah. That's probably all you need. Um, nah, it's 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 on the it's on the. Well, see, <laughs> this is this is then what made me start to think about the the topic, which we do every year, looking forward mm. at games that we want to play. But actually, I've got this uh, this kind of list of things, and a lot of them are kind of backlog games. Um, so mm-hmm. I've got uh, uh, God of War Ragnarok, which I'd like to play all of, Final Fantasy sixteen, uh, Armored Core six. Um, Jedi Survivor, Spider-Man 2, you know, a few of the bigger games that kind of came out last year, mm. uh, uh, which I just never got to. 
But I thought, oh, again, one from your list, Lucy Chance of Sonar as well, uh, um, and and Cocoon are on my my list of things to try and get to um, in the next couple of months before mm -hmm. lots and lots of things start to come out. Um, but I just wondered if anyone had any kind of anything at all that they're really looking forward to um, coming up over the next six months, sort of to a year, really. Oh, Silk Song doesn't exist, so no. I don't even know what's coming out this year. I was I am literally googling what the hell's coming out. I've... I mean, it's it, it, it. You could probably find like a Games Radar or something like that article, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Game, Games you, like, has an article. Three months of stuff coming out potentially. John has one, but it's not loading very quickly. Yeah, I think they have like. I can't remember. I think it was on the news. Like the games we're most looking forward to in twenty twenty four. Wait, what? There's and a. I think I skimmed one of them. I was just there's like, a I new Ace Attorney trilogy. Any of these games are. All the new video games launched in twenty twenty four. This is Polygon. Yeah, oh, that's is one too much. Is um, it hundreds? Skull and Bones. <laughs> so Skull and Bones isn't gonna come out. That's a lie. No. Come on, that game doesn't really exist. Yeah. So, uh, I mean. Apollo Justice Ace Attorney trilogy on new platforms. Okay. okay. This renovated, as Capcom's description says, trilogy includes its first Apollo Justice games. Oh, there's that Prince of Persia game that's coming out this I mean, month. That looks. I didn't play all three Ace Attorney games. I liked them. I was going to say, what's Apollo Justice? I know Ace Attorney. I, it's the name of the. Uh, Apollo Creed Sun. Uh, I believe. <laughs> I don't actually know why it's called Apollo Justice. It's like their division or something. But like they're the three Phoenix Wright games, right? Oh yeah, that's Suicide Squad game. I'm sure Adil's looking forward to that. Fuck that thing was awful. Oh god, <laughs> we actually had never been on the same podcast talking about it. I think. I don't, are we, we, are we allowed to? I can't remember whether the NDNA said we were allowed to talk about stuff from the Alpha or not. Yeah, remember. who knows? It's bad. Yeah. Traversal's bad. <laughs> um, that's fine. There, you can't NDA me that. That's too broad. I didn't like it. Yeah, um, I agree. You agree that I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, looking at this list, there's nothing. Uh, it'll just be a case of like something just comes out of left field. Like, well, like FF Seven Rebirth, I'm interested in, but I still haven't oh, yeah. finished FF Seven. Revive whatever it was called. Remake. Um, Remake. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, it um, seems like a lot of the big games came out last year. Uh, this this may be a I don't know. And like I bumper year. I want. I would replay Alone in the Dark this year. I don't think I want to play the remake. I don't right, think yeah, I care yeah. about the remake. Uh, Dragon's Dogma oh. one. I didn't get around to, but was always there near my go. list. Two. The is Rise of the out. Golden Idol. Oh yeah. Oh, That's what I'm looking forward to. What is Princess Peach Showtime? Uh, Princess they're Peach making game. a Princess Peach game. Yeah. But like, what do you? Does anyone know anything more than this? I don't think they had much information. I think I remember it being revealed, but I don't think there was. Is it, much... uh, is it like a second quarter game? Maybe Nintendo are getting a bit mm. better at going. Here's some more information about the game that's coming out really, really soon. Yeah. Oh shit. Angerfoot? Have you guys played the Angerfoot demo yet? Yeah, you, we've yeah. talked about this, right? I've still got it installed. Yeah, Angerfoot. Angerfoot, <laughs> Angerfoot is great. That is one of the games uh, that, uh, that uh, I'm looking forward to. If that actually comes out, I'll be very happy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that looks good. Um, um God, there's so many of these bland looking bland things. <laughs> I mean video games. <laughs> um, I mean I've also got so to stay with Devolve, I've got Plucky Squire on there as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah which looks yeah. really good. It's like storybook uh game mm-hmm. where they, they come out of the, 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 the story and can kind of navigate around the, the real world or at least the um sort of the three D world that they come out mm-hmm. of the book from. So that one's looking Looking good. Baby Steps, that oh, Bennett Foddy yeah. game. That looks, <laughs> that looks interesting. That and Bennett I want to know what... Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what that is. I um, mean, the screenshot they have on that Polygon article is so good. <laughs> just a person stepping forward um, and two boots on a bench. Uh, um, a country I will game say, coming out? Um, I don't, that could go either way. It could be very bad or actually pretty a which, good. A what so. game, sorry? A, a new Contra. Oh, Oper- Operation Galuga. Yeah, um, the art style's horrific, but I might have to push through in Elden Ring because I might want to play the DLC. Yeah, that's still not been kind of announced, but I think it's uh, um, it's on the been... list, right? But like, yeah, that... yeah, they don't know when it's coming out, but I think something might have mistakenly suggested it's early this year. Um, I can't remember something from last year. Um, <sighs> I'd say Little Nightmares free, but I haven't finished. Well, I haven't even started the second. No, one. I didn't start me second. either. Yeah, that's on my list. Um, I have Wolf Among Us too, if that ever comes mm, out. So, mm. um, yeah. I think. I mean, one of the, some of these may never come uh, out. Again, so. one of the oh, Paper ones. Mario, I I would play the remake of Paper Mario because I've heard really good things about it and never played uh, the original. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's nothing that jumps out at me except for like, yeah, DLCs, remakes, things that like I might play because they're there, but also I have the giant backlog. Yeah, and like absolutely. what I got from our discussion last episode was like I also want to play some of these games you guys really liked last year, and mm. those are way more appealing to me than mm. this like list of games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense, especially I think. Uh, for games that aren't coming out in the next couple of months as well, which we don't know a huge amount about, mm. you know, I think my list or the games that are kind of on my list, a lot of them are stuff that is coming out in the next couple of months, which we've had a couple of trailers for, and we like know that little bit Q1. more kind of about uh, things like Pacific Drive, um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, um, mm. the the one which we don't really need to know very much about, but everyone's going to play will be Hades Two as well which mm. is i think going to be this year potentially um so but... i didn't say that because from what i've seen there isn't enough hard data that it is going to come out mm. Mm. it'd be interesting if they did as they did with hades and it goes into early access somewhere whether again it's mm. through epic or something like that um and it's you know not anyone's game of the year this year as an early access title, but it is everyone's game of the year for for sort of twenty twenty five, when everyone plays kind of like the full release. But more mm. than likely, everyone will play that game in early access because they know what the first game was was like. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd I'd give that one a shot. I think I think I had an overall good enough time with the first yeah. one to mm. give the second one a try. Mm, absolutely. Um, Mm-hmm. One which I, I, I knew nothing about, um, which I've seen more recently, is a game called Rise of the Ronin, which mm. looks almost, not quite Ghost of Tsushima, but a bit of a kind of 
mix with a bit of Assassin's Creed maybe. Um, so like a bit a bit more of a bigger kind of budget game. Um, but no, Ben, I think this is Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Um, is, like. it, is it Team Ninja who are making it? Um, and and I, I I like I like I like feudal era Japan uh, and mm. Orient setting uh, for games. I like I love action games, obviously. So this kind of as soon as I saw this, I'm like, how do I know nothing about this game? Where has this come from? And I think again, it's another one which might be kind of first, maybe early second quarter uh, as a release. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely on my list of. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll play. Yeah. I'll be another. I'll be a fucking samurai again. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima Two looks good. <laughs> you, you could put those games side by side, and I think it's the same thing. I'll be like, it'd be the Spider-Man meme. It's like. Mm. Yeah, and then when Ghost of Tsushima comes out in in two years, uh, Ghost of Tsushima two comes yeah. out in two years. I'll be time, like, didn't yes, that happen? They just leap, <laughs> they leapfrog each other constantly with, with <laughs> yeah. iterations and, and, and sequels to those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the only other one, which probably isn't going to be this year, it might be because they've started advertising it, is Light uh, No Fire, which is the new uh-huh. um, Hello Games game so the people who made no man's um, sky obviously yeah. like no man's sky resurgence last year um suddenly this gets kind of announced sort of i think it was a game awards announcement um and it's kind of here is an earth but it is the size of the earth and you can traverse the entire uh, earth yes no, that kind yeah, of yeah. In a fantasy-esque kind of it almost looks a little bit final fantasy 14-esque with bunny people and stuff um and, you know mouse Guards and shit, and people can ride dragons and eagles. It's not just Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, it, it, might, it might just be Final Fantasy fourteen, but just on yeah. one massively traversable planet with a group. I don't know. Again, is that a game where there's one instance and there's twenty people who inhabit that instance? Is it more like No Man's Sky where you drop in and out of different instances and different places? Is it not quite about discovery as much as it is about more of an actiony kind of thing? It's not oh. again. Don't know much about it. Um, apart from it looks very good, and I really like No Man's Sky, so yes, I, I remember the game I'm interested mm. in that I kickstarted, Ooh. and mm. that's um, is, is it the sh- what's the Shadowgate uh, game that's coming out this year? Uh, what's it called? Ooh, I don't know. It's literally just called Beyond Shadowgate. Mm. Uh, bringing yes, back Shadowgate. Yes. Yeah, that I'm looking forward to. Very much so. I was tempted uh, by their Kickstarter and they have like, they're just printing NES cards and I was like, mm. I don't have the money to pay £70 plus shipping for whatever this mm. is, you know, for a, oh, I think it worked on NES though. <laughs> but it doesn't, it's just, it's just a little replica card. I was yeah. like, no Lucy, resist. Do I need more things on my shelves? No, I don't, but it looks so pretty. (laughs) And I want it. But yeah, the game will do. The the digital download code will do. But yeah, that I'm looking forward to. That should be, by the sounds of it, the first half of 2024. Brilliant. Cool. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to a a game that 
is basically from 30 years ago. <laughs> from 30 years and ago. And a game that is never going to come time. out. Yeah, and a game that's never going to come out and the rise of the Golden Idol. Good, good. Um, mm-hmm. Cool, and that brings us nicely then to our last segment for the episode. Uh, Lucy, I'll hand yes. over to you. Yes, I'm just going to go to my office. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, my knees can't go anymore. So. Um, what I've decided to do, because uh, for our trial runs, mm. um, I said what kind of like uh, time frame, what era, what console mm. generation mm. these games are. I won't say that until, unless you lot are struggling and need okay. narrowing it down and a few more pointers. So, oh yeah, I'm not looking it's forward a mystery. to this. So, have you lot decided whether you want to work together or go head to head? Oh, I thought it was. I thought we were going to do um, uh, some sort of some competition. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was yeah. going to quack. How'd you get all these to... things? How'd you get all these silly things? Uh, <laughs> we can oh, do a competition. Oh, there we go. My soundboard opens up in in the screen, so people on the video will see just the edge of my soundboard. Oh. Annoyingly. I mean, we don't have to do that. I thought that would be a way. I mean, we could also just yell it out. <laughs> sure. Your air horn, I'm quack. Uh, or we could just yell it out, but I have a feeling. Well, either it's going to be just a clean sweep, or we might be like neck and neck on yelling things. It's probably good to have a buzzer, I think. Okay. <laughs> the worst part is, oh, I wow. think I I know how to make this like record onto the Audacity, but I haven't sent anyone the instructions. Oh yes, so, yes. so no one will get that. Uh, we're this doing won't be the case um, going forward. It will, but you guys are missing on the uh, air horns. Yeah. Except you guys. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, Lucy. I, I think I'm a little worried I about swear, the, so I you. I swear that was like freezing my computer <laughs> I was just like, uh, so the, the big thing for you Lucy is that is quieter than that so you may have to look for the icon rather than yeah, I'll, 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 I'll try and keep looking so so, so hold on what, what's Ben's buzz he's doing the air horn I'm okay, doing the quack okay. and you're doing the quack right um, yeah <laughs> just think of Untitled Goose Game yeah, um, yeah that's exactly I was like yeah I gotta be the quack <laughs> yeah Okay. Oh, we can figure out a better version of this works. Okay. Game number. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Game Itchy number trigger one. finger. <laughs> Game number one. Tanner Maverick. Oh. Oh no! Sorry, <laughs> that's not his name. That does sound like a video game name. Tanner Maverick. No, it's like no, but it's Tanner. Comma, Maverick Undercover Cop, a.k.a. The Blank, infiltrates a worldwide high-performance car theft ring. The high-speed chases and the shootouts... The take... club? Oh, the shootouts. Damn it, I'm out. Mm. Now, sh- do we disqualify him? Or do we... No, I think you can still guess. Yeah. Even if you get the wrong answer, yeah, you can still absolutely. guess. Sorry, so high-speed chase shootouts. Yes, uh, the high-speed chases and the shootouts take action across three continents as Tanner uses any means necessary to take 
Uh, anyway, do you know the name of any of these protagonists in these games, though? Like, I think that's that's a red herring. That's I mean, why I thought I, his name was. We're gonna work together in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might be. Uh, uh, the, 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 this gets wild. I, I I just picked up the games. I didn't look at yeah, the no, flavor text. Mm-hmm. So I picked up a few so, extra just in case we can't. High speed any, but... heists and shootouts is what we heard. Yes, we still got quite a lot more to read. That oh, so. oh, of course. Fingers on buses. Um. Uh. Shootouts take action across three continents as Tanner uses any means necessary to take his criminal counterparts down. Okay, here are the bullet points. 25 plot-integrated missions, driving games, and free roaming modes included. Three meticulously recreated cities with over 156 miles of roads. Miami, Nice, and Istanbul. Over 70 completely destructible vehicles, such as cars, bikes, trucks, and boats. I don't know what this is at all. Boats as well. Real-world weapons, including handguns, machine guns, and grenade... I like that. And grenade launcher. (laughs) (laughs) Not a grenade launcher or grenade launchers. And grenade launcher. Innovative in-game frill cam. Plus director mode to make your own movies. Featuring the acting talents of Michael Madsen, Ving Rhames, Michelle Rodriguez, Mickey Rourke, and Iggy Pop. Oh my god, what is this game? Sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm like, oh, okay. Is it Tanner? um, Something. I'll, I'll stop. Something. I'll stop nope. dropping in some context. Something we know, there. but like a sequel. You'll know it. It it is a sequel. It oh. may even be a series. Prequel. Oh, is it like? Is it like? Yep. Is it there like we go. Ben. Driver Three or something like that. Yeah. Is it? Re- oh fuck! I was gonna say Driver Three, but I was like, "There's no way Mickey Rourke was in Driver." Mickey yeah, Rourke was in Drive Three R. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, I'm annoyed. I didn't. I, I didn't like, go with my go. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. Or this game much, really. You don't remember Drive yeah. Drive Three R? Technically, well done, yeah. Ben. So what was Driver yes. Driver Two? Is Driver San Francisco, wasn't it? I think. No, no San Francisco. There was an actual driver to uh-huh. yeah, but I think it was driver, four. driver two, drive three R, and then San Francisco right. came years later. I think. Right. Okay. I have a point for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> That's not how this works. Um, okay. Game number two. Oh, I'm an. Mm, yep. Tan. Wait, Classic. Tanner. What was it? Tanner. His name was just Tanner. He was I a thought maverick. His name was Tanner Maverick. Under, yeah, he was a maverick person. undercover. Guy. Tanner yeah, the yeah. maverick. Oh, all right. <laughs> Versus Maverick the Tanner. Um, he's in Ooh. Skyrim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> right. Game number two. Oh, classic FPS slipped up and fine tuned to the brink of madness. An instant classic with the best multiplayer mode. Of any console title. Oh, wow. Bold. Uh, yeah. Um, the critically acclaimed Blank is back. This time it's bigger, better, faster, 
and more furious than anything you've played before. Mm. It's not the orange box, is it? No. How'd you get that your... It's not the orange box. Uh, battle your way through nine time traveling episodes, each with their time split is ben. two. Yeah. Oh, well done, Ben. I was never gonna get that. It says one ninety nine on the cover. Yeah, it also has <laughs> Sharpie all across the plastic. Yeah, yeah. Someone instead of putting on another sticker to show the discount price, just they just wrote on the <laughs> time splitters. Like the first one's really good. I really like Time Splitters. Is it? Yeah. I think, uh, is that a GameCube game? The original? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I'll look that up. Play safe, I'm not sure. Never played it. Um, right. Game number three. You got to call uh, your way back. It, it was on the GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. Okay. Mm. You've right. lost this if you, if you don't get it. Deal, so. I've lost this. Here we go. The day I was born. (laughs) This is your chance to really take control. Get creative and have fun in a different blank every day. Question is, have you got what it takes? Can you keep hundreds of visitors happy? Taking on this challenge means you'll have to not only design the perfect blank, you'll have to build and... A deal. Oh, it's not Theme Hospital, is it? <gasps> no. Uh, theme ben. Park? No. Oh. You're both on the right track. <laughs> theme Blank! <laughs> Just right. not, uh, maybe... Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking no. as well. <laughs> I knew one of you were going to say <laughs> No. Uh, okay. Um, let me see. Design. Design and construct your own virtual blank park using rides and attractions from the real parks. Manage. Build a successful park by keeping your visitors happy. Mm, I don't know the name of these games. Play. Play in free play mode or game mode. Good. Rewards. Park success is rewarded with new rides and attractions, including the coveted Best Blank Park Manager Award. So, I think what the context (laughs) clue here is, design and construct your own virtual blank park using rides and attractions from the real parks. Uh, oh, bollocks. Jurassic Park Evolution. Incorrect. Oh. When I say real... Zoo I mean Tycoon. Real. I mean real, not fake believe sure. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Even though, not, you know, it is, Jurassic Park is real. It's not Zoo Tycoon. Chessington then. World of Adventures Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Close, but no dice. Uh. <laughs> I, zoo, it's not Zoo Tycoon. It's not. Really... This is a PC game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound politically correct to me. Uh, I don't know these games. Mm. So, I know Planet Coaster on Windows 2000 and XP. Real. 
<laughs> Sorry. I don't Windows know, I don't know, XP. I don't know okay. one that, that allows you to go in real parks, I don't think. Let me give you a clue. Okay. A deal's losing. I was yes. thinking, how do I lay up a deal? What does hmm. a deal like even more than Ben? That Ben also likes a lot. Lego, some Lego park tycoon Lego. <laughs> What's the, fu- <laughs> the fuck? Is Lego, it? Lego, Lego, Lego Land. The ride. That's the it. Game. That's it. it l- <laughs> What's the DM. name of the real life parks? <laughs> Lego. <laughs> I don't know what these things are called. I, Lego Land. Wow. I said yeah. Lego Land, didn't I? I. <laughs> I don't think we can give you that. Point. Uh, but yeah. it means that you're still I in the game at least. <laughs> oh, did you not? No, never, I've never seen that. Before. I remember. Um, was this the one? Did I get Legoland and a uh, computer didn't run it, or was that? Le- Which one was it? That might have been Lego City. I can't remember. Mm. But yes, Legoland is a game. Nice. Um, right, fourth game. Oh, I can't wait to do this one. Um, <laughs> I'm really wondering what that says. Anyway, we'll do this one. Uh, game number four. I can't believe Legoland is a game. A really PC only one. game, or was it just a PC it. version? No. Um. Don't know. I I think it's only on PC. Um. So it doesn't it doesn't exist. That's what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> fake PC game. I'm gonna I'm gonna. No, I want to save that to the end. Even if Ben wins, I'm doing that as a bonus. Oh, anyway. yeah. No, we're okay. playing all yeah. five rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we know okay. that Ben's probably going to win every week. Why? <laughs> you. These are console games, primarily that from the time where I didn't game. play video games and never owned a console. Yeah, but you should know that Michelle Rodriguez was in Driver Free. So, I, you know anyway. what? I will. I will to my deathbed rue the fact that <laughs> I thought of Driver and didn't say it. And the worst part is, if I just said Driver because of the stupid mm-hmm. way they put the three, you probably would you'd accept probably Driver. Be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's you know pop cultural knowledge. That Michael Madsen is in drugs. Yeah, I mean, they literally um, were getting the Fast and Furious and Heat and I don't know where Mike, what's it, Ro- Mickey Rourke, Kill I don't Bill know why he, was, what card game. I think game. it was 2004. Mm, and Iggy Pop. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, Iggy, yeah. yeah. But anyway. <laughs> right. Game number four. Mm. As the enemy evolves, so must oh, shit. you. Wait, I'm supposed to have my finger on a buzzer. Fingers on buttons. Uh, okay. What if simple algorithmic algorithmic code could crash the Asian stock market, black out New York, or take control of ballistic missiles? In 2007, this has become a reality. Wow. Yeah. It it genuinely happened. Uh, Only one person has the key to the code, and you must find them at any cost or the chain of chaos will become unstoppable. You are blank. You are a blank. New close combat kills, including inverted neck break. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Operational with a commando knife. The ultimate stealth equipment. Uh, uh, Is that a... 
SC20K assault rifle includes shotgun. <laughs> Wait, this is in the box art? Yeah, we can let <laughs> the inverted net break. <laughs> uh, ben. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was called. 007 Nightfire or something like that. No. Mm. Not 007. Team up with a friend in cooperative mode. Critically acclaimed versus mode returns. Players 1 to 2. <laughs> HDTV 480p. Yeah. Splinter Cell something. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to figure out what the something was. Yeah. Splinter Cell. Uh, certainly something. Splinter Cell. Death. AI. <laughs> I don't know what they're all no. Um Splitter Cell yeah. Black Ops TM Tom Clancy wrote this, maybe question mark. No. <laughs> Damn it. You lot thought really hard and. Uh, it was just Splinter Cell 1. There are more Splinter Cells. Oh, there's um, loads. Yeah. So, whoever gets it. Splinter Cell 2. I don't know Splinter any of the names. Splinter Cell 4. Splinter Cell 5. <laughs> Splinter Cell 2? No! Splinter Cell X Chaos Reigns. <laughs> no! But you said a word. That's also <gasps> on the Splinter back. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Yes. Oh, fuck off! I, I actually knew Chaos was in one of the names, I just couldn't remember it. I didn't even think about how I was just laying up Ben. I, tr- I tried to. St- Stress the chaos mm. in the, uh, yeah, in the no, flavor wait. text. Chaos, yeah. what theory? Mm. Yeah, just uh... Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I love the inverted neck break. I want to meet the interns who have to write these box arts because yeah. there's clearly not They're someone higher good. up because these are bad. I we need to do this one. Right, I, I'm on. generally curious what this ben, one is. So yes, Ben wins this week, but yeah, um, we've still got the fifth game. This. Hmm. Um. Okay. Unlock the code. Stealth, adventure, combat, and puzzle solving all come together in the ultimate blank experience. New adventures. Puzzles and locations that go beyond the film or book. Ooh. Unravel challenging clues hidden in the works of blank. Explore world famous locations like the blank, Westminster Abbey, <laughs> and blank. Oh. The others are giveaways. The game has just begun. Now you can live in the mysterious, ever-expanding world of blank TM. <laughs> With this all-new action-packed adventure, I bet it is, uh, you'll encounter new plot twists and clues as you try to stay one he- one step ahead of an enemy that will stop... Where in the world it. is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> no! <laughs> No, At first, I thought uh, it was maybe a Harry Potter thing. That's, but... a, that's a good educated guess, though. Mm, um, Harry Potter? Westminster I mean, Abbey it, and real world yeah, stuff gets rid of that. I, I think Harry Potter is also a 
good educated guess because it was something that was very much in the zeitgeist around when Harry Potter was right. Famous. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, not Harry Potter. Um, different series. Uh, where was I? And clues as you try to stay one hep- step ahead of an enemy that will stop at nothing to seize an epic secret that's been locked away for centuries. Hmm. Film slash book. Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code, the film, the book, the game. Fuck off! (laughs) Well done! I didn't know that existed! Neither did I. I, Oh, Oh, wait, hold on. Wow. (laughs) Yes, because that is. That's insane. Very good. Yeah, there's a game. I, I, in no possible world would I, would I have thought that that book spawned a game. No, must, uh, no, 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 no you, well done. Because it's still got still security completely um, sealed up. Yeah. Nice. If I'm going to say this, if I lose this season bottom. of whatever we're calling this, Stump the Chump at this point, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I will play that game. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I will stream game. it for a minimum that, of yes, five hours. Yes. That's what I'll do if I lose. Unless we get something like the Saw, the video game, I don't think there's going to be anything that might top out that. That I'm is. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, actually, what, I still think maybe it's uh, the the winner picks the lo- of the games that we've missed. Mm-hmm. The winner well, picks ben, something that the loser has to stream. Ben, just right on one of your walls. The Da Vinci Code. Etch it in with a knife. The Da Vinci Code, the book, the game. Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code, the book, the game, the movie. No, the movie, the game. TM. Tom Clancy is Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is when video games were not called Sony's, Marvel's, the Spider-Man's. This is just called The Vinci Code. Yeah. Yeah. They put the TM on the back of the box. This this is a good place to round out the episode. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I picked that one up. I was like, I have to read this. Hmm? I have to read this. Oh, good. Okay. No, no. Sorry. I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm being very dumb. <laughs> good. Good. Let's come back to beers, Ben. Is there anyone that it's wants the to say anything about their to beers? <laughs> it's refreshing still. I think. <laughs> You're still drinking it. Not like I'm going back for more and be mm. like, mm, mm. this is tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah. I am. I think this beer I shouldn't be drinking is very good. <laughs> and I'm sad that I won't. I mean, it's kind of a silver lining because I wouldn't be able to get more of it anyways because sure. it's from Calgary. Um, but it's very good. Um, so North American slash Alberta listeners, take seek out... The Growlery. Also, I, next time I'm in town, I'm going to look for more from the Growlery because mm. this is... I think what I liked most about it was it was very much a beer. It gave me just enough of the... the like I said, there was that little bit of lactose that gave it the Vietnamese coffee, but it still was a coffee stout, so it wasn't being too much on the sweetened condensed milk, which is what makes a Vietnamese coffee interesting. So in that sense, it wasn't perfectly replicating, but it was instead just a very good coffee stout with, with the notion of that. Mm-hmm. Without betraying what it was trying to be nice okay uh and the um misheard lyric was like i said a a really interesting um slight spin on a quintessential nipa again i really like that both of these were at their hearts doing what 
the beer was type is, but in an interesting way that made them unique. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, that Vietnamese coffee one. Just, um, I could, you could have not been selfish and saved it and given it to me. But <laughs> you and your dirty vegan Look, Lucy, I, I already have a beer on my fr- fridge waiting yes. for you, yes. and we haven't found yes. a time. Yeah, I need to head up to uh, the northeast. Mm. Up the tune. There are good breweries in Newcastle. Also, we could meet partway and go to Manchester and have a fucking ball. I've been wanting to go back to Manchester. Mm. I've been since 2019. I've never been. You've never been? No. I've never been out in Manchester. We should do a tank tap outing. But only to watch football. Mm. Mm. I mean, that also... I mean, it's obviously changed a fair bit since I lived there, but I still know it by night, mm. not oh, by day, <laughs> by night. But yeah, I know. You, I'm like, really track, annoyed that track and cloud water are like. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, also, you that your uncle well. owned it at some point. <laughs> yeah. This game is my favorite. I like it. We a lot. have barely scratched the surface. There may be weirder stuff than the Da Vinci Code. I don't know. Oh, so, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be a fun year. But yeah, like track and cloud water, like you walk two minutes from Piccadilly and you're there. Mm. So. Mm. Perfect. I think we should yeah. we should organise a trip, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, let's let's yes. but tanked up on the road today, should be a thing. That's it from us. Mm. Um thank you everybody for joining us. Go to outlives.net. Uh, uh hit us up on the socials at Tanked Up Cast. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore forty seven, Adel is yeah, the Omni Juicy Loose Nine. Um, and they are not the beers that we've drank, and some beers we have drank, the <laughs> games that we have played, and some games that we definitely haven't played as well. Um, but for this week, thank you for joining us. We've been tagged up. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, bye. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. www.outoflives.net.